I love having guys on here that played at a high level. Right. So when when you're talking to these kids, they really get a sense of okay, this is somebody who really did it. You right. know, they played at the right. highest level and they they did this at the highest level. So it, it's a respect factor that mm-hmm. you know money just can't buy. So right. And, and you know, I just want to try to help people understand that it's not as easy as you think. Man, there's only like one or two factors that you know that happens along the way, and the next thing you know. You're not there, yeah. Where you wanted to be, and uh, you know, it's only what less than one percent. It, it uh, is. It is less than one percent. And when you look at, I mean, I look at the kids. Sometimes I coach now, mm-hmm. and I look at these kids. Where do you I'm, coach? I coach uh, the 13U team, okay. uh, Arizona War Dogs. Okay, and, shout uh, out to them. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're uh, playing in the championship uh, Saturday. Okay, congratulations! Thank I'm you. glad to hear that. Thank I'm glad you. to hear that. So, so since you're talking about that, like I, I coached a little bit of Pop Warner when my son first started playing mm-hmm. like what prompted you to start coaching pop warner because for me i'm not gonna lie to you my first couple of practices with him i'm watching like what in the hell are y'all doing like right. this this is right. not football right. and that was flag so is that why, why'd you start coaching so gary knutson uh tight end for arizona state okay. uh is the gm of, of the team uh-huh. uh, that i coach with and uh he gave me a call and said, hey, you know, this is something you want to do. And my wife and I had been talking. She said, why don't you get back into coaching? Yeah. Just kind of, uh, you know, she right. And the next, yeah. you know, I get back in it. And and I thought, hey, I'm just going to show up here on a Tuesday and Thursday and, and <laughs> give some pointers here. And the, and the next thing I know, you know, I'm in you a locker room. Love, jump right, I'm yeah. jumping up and down with the kids. And, and, and I can't wait to get there every day. Yeah. I mean, it is uh, extremely humbling and satisfying. Uh to watch what you teach now of everything yes. you learned and then to have it performed in front of you on the right. field is is really gratifying. It, it, uh, it is. It, it is. I mean, when, when I coach, you, you you go through all week long preparations. And, and the fact that we played, you understand how right. much time goes into preparation. Right. So when you're a coach, and I'm sure you do what I do, you're at home like, well, how can I make this better? Right. We ran this plan. How do we? So you put so much effort into it. So when they go out there and execute – it's like, yeah, those are my little guys. Right. <laughs> and and that just happened to me with a with a young cornerback that we have. Uh-huh. Uh and he's the baby of the team. He's actually he just turned thirteen. Okay. And so uh from the beginning of the season, he was timid, didn't want to come up and hit. And yeah. and to this last game, I mean, was just yeah. watching him come out of come come out of his shell. It was yeah. just uh man, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I mean So so you th- do you think it was you? Because, I mean, I, I know this is going to sound very arrogant of me, but I feel like sometimes these kids, I love a kid like that who comes to you and they're just like, I don't want nothing to do with hitting. And you slowly bring them right. along to where all of a sudden they hit somebody and they get up and they're like, whoo. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, the one thing that, I, especially when it comes to playing tackle football, um, you know, that I want to you know convey to the kids is, hey, you, you could, you know, you could get hurt. Yeah. There's a possibility that you could be hurt and never play again. Yeah. Uh, after we get that out of the way, um, that's what this game is about. Yeah. It's, it's about, uh, you know, contact. Yeah. And, you know, they changed some of the rules and things like that. I mean, it probably would have given me another <laughs> ten, was, 10 years hey, or you, so. You can't, you can't jump that far ahead because you know that was on <laughs> right. my list of things to ask you. I definitely want to get into that. But, okay, so now I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back a little sure. bit. And I want to go back to when you were at Peoria High School. So we can't sure. just jump on here. Right, and right. I love the fact that you're talking about other kids. But right. we got to boast about you a little bit. Okay. So when you were at Peoria High School, you played for a state championship. Two of them. Two, okay. Uh, three of them if you throw the baseball one in there. Oh, uh, see, that, see, there you go. Um, yeah, we were very successful. As a matter of fact, we sent uh, eight kids D1 
uh, off of that team. Um, Coach Clapp, there's Centennial High School out there now that mm-hmm. has had a great deal of success, and uh, Coach Taylor was one of my coaches at yeah. uh, Peoria. Um, but we were all kids that played together. Yeah, yeah. You, know, and, and, you came up together. Yeah, we you came didn't up transfer together. Right. in. You didn't have that opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, as a matter of fact, I tried to transfer and get a variance to go over to Apollo High School because I was a baseball player. Okay. And uh, they wouldn't give me a, a variance. So <laughs> They're not going to let you go. Right. Like, you got us a right. good one here. We're going right. to mess up your paperwork somehow. Right. And I, I think a, a huge a huge key to a lot of the success that I had was, not. I think back on it, not one of my coaches – I don't ever being ever remember being. Um, I didn't. I never knew how big I was. I never knew that I was too little to play. Yeah. I never knew that. Um, Which you know, is funny because during that era, size was a big deal. Like, the, oh, he's got to be this weight, this height, and if right. you can't do this, then oh, I don't know. Right. right. I, I just my desire to want the football. Yeah. To to feel the football to to change a game to move a crowd to. Yes. To have the, you know, and I was always in positions, you know, I was a punt returner or kickoff yeah. returner um, and, and wide receiver. And, and when you're playing with bigger guys, uh, you become a lot smarter. Yes, yes, right. you learn real quick. Right. The big guys like me, if right. I see you coming across the middle or right. I got a, some kind of wide receiver screen, right. I'm going to come take your head off right. if I get you, the chance. You, you really understand the point of mass times velocity equals force. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and if you – you know, I was blessed with you know the ability to change direction. Yeah. And uh, when you get 300 going this way, it's tough to get it going back the other way and, and to use that to your advantage. Um, one of my childhood idols, and a lot of guys probably, I don't know if you remember, but Gail Sayers. Yes, absolutely. Gail Sayers, he, eventually he came to my house, and I have a football sign from him oh, when man. I was in high school, and it says, good luck in the pros. And that gives me chills. Just, yeah, just yeah, it should, it should. Um, but uh, you know, watching him run, it always looked like he was looking two or three people Absolutely. ahead. I mean, that's what um, great backs do. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, it just uh, you know, to be an open field run, I was a running back. Yeah, and then uh, uh, you know, I could throw the ball up from playing baseball, and yeah. and then, you know, playing four sports in high school. Yeah. Uh, I think really contributed to a lot of the in the hand-eye coordination right, right. um but you know coming across the middle catching the ball and things <laughs> like that I, I, there, I had i didn't have the ability to change a game unless i had the ball in my hands yeah yeah and um every chance i got to do that it was that's, that's great it was uh but you got to be a little arrogant though i mean you're 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 getting the ball like you know that my ability and what i bring to the table is going to be enough for us to win get me the ball coach but it's within reason Right. Yeah. And there are times when you know, hey, I can do this by myself, which is well, you know, I mean, you, you can't, can, you, yeah, can, yeah. you cannot do it by yourself. But there be time. All you have to do is get me the ball, and um, you, you know, I was looking. I always played against good competition as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, we had at that time in the in the in the valley, man. We had, I mean, Felipe Sparks, Darren Woodson. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Minifield, Kevin Galbraith. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a and that's funny. Of, that's funny that you mentioned those names because Kevin Minifield, his son played with my son at yeah. Hamilton. Okay, okay so yeah, yeah, I remember him being at at that school that I shall not say. No, I'm just right. joking. But right. my son's at U of A. But so, speaking of like college, like when your senior year hit, and uh-huh. you're you know obviously you're the man. You know, I I want the ball, coach. Get me the ball. I mean, that's like that Keyshawn Johnson book. Right. Just get me the damn ball. Right. It, it's like now you're at ASU. 
and you're a freshman, and you only got like, how many catches did you get your freshman year? My freshman year, I think I had maybe, shoot, uh, maybe maybe 10, 15 catches, yeah, something yeah. like that. And, and, and the reason I say this is because you went from getting the ball every almost every right. possession how did you handle that your first year? I mean, first of all, congratulations because you were on the field and you didn't get redshirted. But, but no, I did. I did. Oh, you I, did. I, I did okay. redshirt. Okay, I did, I did redshirt, which is I was just going to say, it was probably um, that was a, there was a point during that season, during that redshirt season, where I thought about not playing football anymore. It was really? it was it was extremely rough. Uh, so what do you mean? Like what happened that so? First of all, when I came into college, I was 156 pounds. Uh, I couldn't even bench press the, the bar with the two plates. They, they had to pull it down to 135 <laughs> for some for me to do that. Um, Don Bakke, uh who was the receivers coach, Mike Martz, Larry Marmee. Larry Mike, Marmee. Larry, I played was, with him with the Cardinals. With the Card- defensive right. coordinator. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good guy. Yeah. Um, Don Bakke told my parents when he came during my recruiting trip, he said, I'll be with Eric for four years. And he oh. stayed there for four years. And he, he, to be honest with you, he was like a second father yeah, yeah. Uh, to myself. Um, it, it made the experience. I mean, he really kept me going. He kept me focused. Right. Um, you know, if he would be the one to check and see if I was in class. He would, right. I mean, he did everything I was, as a father would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was always a life lesson uh, during practice. You know, yeah. there was always, you know, he was always talking to us about, you know, the fight, the life yeah. fight. And uh, and this is all during your redshirt year. And this is all during my redshirt year. Yeah, he'd come and, so know. so what happened that you you almost said I, I don't want to do this anymore. Like so so that if year, you're comfortable talking about no, that, no, I don't no, that put, no, yeah. no 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 nothing okay. That, so that year uh, we were supposed to go to Camp Tonazona and it flooded up there. Okay. And we came back here to the valley for three a days. Three a days. Three a days Ooh. down in the valley in August and. We're ready, so we're not playing. You know, basically, being a rookie on the team and and not knowing your way around yet, and yeah. and and, but you know to watch and thinking to myself, man, am I ever going watching Aaron Cox and Bruce Hill and these guys, Chris yeah. Garrett, man, am I ever going to be able to run around? Ever, ever going to be that good? Yeah. I mean, yeah. picking up blitzes, you know, and that was I mean, Mike Martz had an offense. He was the offense coordinator for the Rams. Oh, yeah. oh no, I oh, know. Yeah, right. I played so, them when I played them. That was the greatest show on turf. Right, right. So no, I know that name well. <laughs> so that uh, when it, when I got to Minnesota, Brian Billick, who was another you know kind of numbers uh, offensive coordinator, kind of yeah. uh, you know I picked up blitz packages and and, and things right. like that. It just like that. I mean, right, it was right. nothing. And uh, but in that freshman year, that but in that freshman year, year it was was not. The, I mean, it was just a lot of information. Yeah. Um, More than you had to deal with in high school absolutely. because all you're in, all is like get in there, Eric, get in there and make a play. Now all of a sudden, like you said, the quarterback sees a blitz and he gives you a hand signal or says a word, right. and you got to comprehend all that in a split right. second. The, def- the defenders are now moving before the ball snaps. Right, like, where it, like, it wasn't pressed. Now right, he's backed was, up right, in the right, zone exactly. <laughs> and and how do you you know what I mean? And I thought those coaches at Arizona State, you know, Don Bakke and and, and Mark, they really did a great job of of, of not only teaching me that, uh-huh. but allowing me to use my size and my abilities to your advantage to to my advantage yeah, in absolutely. in that offense. Um, 
you know, we we moved to throwing some quick screens and things right. like that, getting the ball in my hand. So right they made now. you comfortable, absolutely, right? See, and, and that's, that's a good that's a good coach because if you see that you have a player who's struggling, but you know they've got talent, they know they got potential, you gotta right. you gotta show them like, hey, it's okay. Right. So like, once you started getting that. That's when I was looking at your stats, and I was like, oh, my God, freshman, that's not bad, 17 right. catches, but you redshirted, so then your sophomore year was when you kind of exploded, right? Yeah, right. like 60 catches for almost 1,000 yards. Right. And to kind of put that in perspective, that's during a time when it wasn't a pass-happy league. It was more run-heavy, right? It, it was, and, and so, I mean, now think back on that. You know, so you had uh, Musgrave at Oregon. Uh, at Washington, you had uh, – Oh gosh, left-hander. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mark Brunel uh-huh. was there. Washington State had uh, the guy that Tom Brady took. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Bledsoe. Bled- Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. yeah, he and watching those guys, man. I mean, it was just man. I just, I wanted to be on that level. Yeah. I, w- I always wanted to like I can play two guys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like just like the old days in this. Hey, I'm here. I I can play two. I can yeah. do something. And uh, yeah, I. I Man, I just think back on that and those guys. I mean, just the comp- the level of competition. Yeah. I, I I didn't have a backup plan to be honest with you. Yeah. I, there was no backup plan for me coming out of college uh, for work or for for you were just dead set on football. I, right. I uh, and not to mention I got hurt my senior year. I broke my my forearm wow. and uh, got a spider fracture in it. So I didn't come back until you know late in the season. Right. So. You know, chances of of you know going in the draft and, th- and things like that. Uh, so how did that make you feel? Like you know, you just got this injury because I had high ankle sprains my senior year, and, and similar to you, it was like you have these high hope and aspirations of being in the NFL, and then one injury, and you're like, oh my god, am I ever going to play again? Am I going to be okay? So, so it wasn't the thought of not uh, going to the NFL. It was the thought of not playing football again. Yeah, that set in hard with I mean yeah. I, I gotta play football I mean I, I, I mean that was better than oxygen <laughs> you know uh, being able to I mean the, the smell of the grass the, yeah. the, to walk out into the stadium yeah and, oh uh, absolutely you walking into that arena or wherever oh, you are you and know, it's, it's just a rush it's, it's just, just a, a rush that you it, can't explain to people just the one thing that I miss to this day I mean when you hear that crowd I would go to the games now and I, I hear that crowd yeah. and then, you know I never knew I made my parents that nervous uh, oh my god! I never do just standing there oh, with watching man. the we kids. We can talk about that about the kids being out there, man. Like my heart, every time he steps on the field, I say a prayer, and I'm like, I've never right. had that much anxiety when I played. But when you see your kid out there, it's totally different. Right. So now you you understand what mom and dad yeah. went through. So like when you got hurt, how did that affect your draft status? Well, so you're already under the gun or behind the eight ball anyway, yeah. uh, being the size I was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were bigger receivers, Sean LaChapelle, uh, uh, Sean Dawkins. Yeah. Uh, those guys coming out that were bigger receivers uh, that were going. Not understanding that part of the, the, the NFL business, game, the business, business part, right? Yes. Not understanding that. Uh, I put together my own uh, highlight tape. So you were your own agent? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I put together my own. I left the music on there as well. Oh, and, no. Uh, okay, so first of all, <laughs> I'm not supposed to look into the camera, but on that one, Kids, do not put music on your highlight right. tapes. Coaches do right. not want to hear that. They hear, they see highlight tapes all day long. Leave the music off. Right. Sorry, no, yeah. <laughs> you had music on it. So okay, I'm, I'm I'm joking. I'm gonna get a little off topic. Right. But what was your music? What did you have? So Don't I tell had, me it was a five heartbeats. No, I had <laughs> I had a little Sade. 
Uh, no. I had I had uh, uh, remin- uh, reminisce. Uh, no, you're joking. You had this on your highlight tape. Yeah. Your highlight videotape that your resume, basically, yes. you're about to send to a college. Had I love I, Sade, I don't sent, get me wrong. Right, I sent it to Minnesota, yeah. I sent it to, I sent it to Minnesota, the ranch. I sent it to... Oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah, that's and I, I was. I went to Bill Wong was the film was the uh, film guy at, at Arizona State. Uh-huh. I, he let, showed me how to work some of the equipment. I went in there and cut and edited. Uh, that's good, the, the but you know what? That shows initiative on your part. Like <laughs> I'm going to go get it done. You didn't have any guidance, so you know that speaks volumes to you. It's like right. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought right. this is how you get it done. I want right. to show people who I am. I want to keep some money in my pocket. Right. You know, and then uh, got invited to a couple of the bowl, the East West Shrine game, mm-hmm. Senior Bowl, Senior Bowl, right? Yeah. And and those games, and got to see play against some guys from across the country, mm-hmm. and uh, and just see how how good, you know what I mean? Huh. And once I saw, because you're dealing that, with the best of the right. best now. This is not people who think these are guys who are going to be in the NFL, right? right. They're already slotted. Yeah. They, they know where they're getting drafted, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see just how good and. I mean, it, they did not disappoint. They were they were really good. Yeah, and when you see that up close, because it's like I remember going to the Senior Bowl, and you know, I thought I was pretty good. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I'm one of these guys here. But you start to see a difference between a first day guy, which is that, you know, first through third round, mm-hmm. you know, and then a second day guy, which is that like fourth through sixth round. Like you start seeing, there's different levels to what we do. It's like you may be here. But there's Hall of Fame, right? And then there's all these different right. levels. So right. I understand because I was there, and Tony Dungy was my coach. And so you're at a NFL tempo. You're doing meetings like you're in the NFL. So your eyes are opened up real quick to be like, right? Wow, I'm not doing enough, or I need to do more. <laughs> and one one of the things I always, now looking back on it, I paid attention to was what is it that separates. Because you know everybody's yeah everybody's gifted. good everybody's good right. what what separates this one from this one you know Tony Dungy was my, the defensive coordinator up in Minnesota when I was there wow. and I remember that <laughs> the guy had just some of the simplest answers I mean he's an incredibly peaceful and tranquil yes, guy very, anyway very humble man yeah but what he says I mean was like the law in the NFL at the time when, yeah. what he did I mean said the standard yeah said it I mean, yeah. I mean it was huge and. You know, I asked him one day, just point. I said, Tony, man, I said, how are you so successful? And this yeah. was my rookie year. I yeah. said, how, how, do, how do you? And he said, uh, you know, he said, Eric, there's about three quarterbacks in this league, Elway, Marino, Montana. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just hope they're off. He said, yeah, you, you yes, can't. no, they're, I've, they're I've seen good. that. I've seen that. <laughs> they're that good. He said, the rest of them I come after. Mm. And... Uh, it's a respect factor, right? Yeah. Right, and he he got the guys in place at, in Minnesota. You know, uh, uh, was John Randall? John there with you? Rand- yeah. Randall. Oh my I mean, God! Gosh, get, I'm on. A, man. That's off, man. John Randall's one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, man, I, <laughs> but man. we got We got to stay on topic. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. One of the so when when I was looking you up, you know, because uh, you know I don't know everybody and I right. don't know all their things. I, I watched, and I want you to talk about this, like. You got in the game at Minnesota and Green Bay, right? Yes. And so what was your week? Because that's – I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to – I want you to tell it. But I want you to talk about, like, did you approach that week any differently than you did any other week? What was it that led up to it? How were you – what was your mindset in the game? And then when that play came, like, what were you thinking? Like, you know, like, like explain that to me. So – Kaj, you have to understand. So we had Chris Carter, Anthony Carter, yeah, Kadri Ismail, 
Jake Reed, and I, I just want to get on the field. So right. my initially getting on the field was punt returning. So I was already getting on the field that way. Um, but catching the ball yeah. was first and foremost yeah. uh, the thing that, I mean, if you can catch and hold on to the ball, I mean, you do yeah. one thing. Yeah. One thing. Be uh, where you're supposed to be. Right, and, and be where you're supposed to be and, and, um, and you know, be accountable for what, you know, what you need to do. Uh, Kai Drisma, we were in two minutes. Yeah, because uh, it was like, what, 12 seconds left? 14 seconds 14 left seconds on the clock, yeah, and, yeah. And, he, and he's just winded. He's just absolutely blown out. I mean, and we we call a, a, a basically a sail route uh-huh. yeah. where Chris is supposed to get the ball. Chris little, Carter. Chris Carter. Make sure they right. know Chris that. Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Carter's that, supposed that's to your get teammate, but right. to everybody else, that's Chris Carter. Right, <laughs> right. And so Chris Carter is supposed to get the ball on like a, a 15, 20 yard out, uh-huh. uh, and I'm just supposed to clear out and run, take yeah. off. Well, uh, you know, I, they just threw me, hey, you got to go. Yeah, in just get in there. Go, right? go, go. You so what's the, that? Okay, so up until that point, you probably hadn't been in much, and you're just thinking like, man, if I get my opportunity, can I get, if I get in, I'm going to show them what I can do. And then, then they're like, E, get in there. Right. And you. Yeah, that right, look on your face. <laughs> right, that look. And, and, and you, you know, you snap up and you go in, and, yeah. and uh, you feel good. I mean, you, you right? Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking, it's, hey, I'm in for a play. Kaji will come right back in. Yeah. And I take off, and I'm clearing out. And I look, and I look, and the safety, Mike Pryor, uh-huh. Terrell Buckley, both had jumped the out. Because they were worried about Carter. And I actually thought the ball was thrown already, which is why I had turned around down that, that part. <laughs> I had turned around to kind of take a look, and here's the ball coming. And oh I hear God. the crowd start, and I'm thinking to myself, and be honest with you, the next thing, the thought that came through my mind is, after you catch this ball, are you going to go out of bounds or are you going to try to make it in the end zone? You know what? And that's so huge because that, even though you hadn't been playing, you were still locked into the game. Right. You understood situation. You had situational Absolutely. awareness. There was 12 seconds. And that was like a, what, a 45-yard pass, right, right? Right, And that thing's in the air for a long time. So you're you're going through all this in your mind like, Okay, there's probably about eight seconds left. There's probably about five seconds. Do I catch it and try to, you know, what is the optimal play for me to make right now? And and looking back on it, it was incredible, incredibly peaceful. Really, with the ball while in the, the ball air, was in the air. It was just really. It's like peaceful. one of those movies, like right, doom, right, doom, 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 right, <laughs> right. Just, just do your job. Yeah, just do your job. Right. Just oh do, my just God, do your do job your and job. catch and catch the ball. And and you you've done this before. Yeah. You know this. My father coached me, and he was hard on me. Mm-hmm. And for these moments like this, for moments just like this, yes. just like this, and oh uh, that ball was probably in the air. How long was that ball in I the air? Because uh, I've never caught a pass in a high pressure situation. So to me, I'm like, yeah, he caught the ball. But I'm like, I've heard guys talk where they're like, hey man, I'd rather come out of my break and the ball's there, and I just have to react versus watching it come in. Like, oh, here it comes. I, you know. <laughs> It's just a ball to catch to me. Really, it is. It's just a a, a ball, and nothing hits the ground. I mean, just playing. If we, you and I were sitting there playing a game where we're throwing ball back and forth, I would be upset if if I let it hit the ground. Oh, just, I'd be upset too know, because just, you beat me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not gonna, this this will be going on, and and I'm gonna tell you, I'm a defensive lineman, so I'm gonna start cheating after a while. Right. I'm gonna start throwing it over here. <laughs> right. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna give you something. Right. I'm not gonna keep throwing. That's that's easy right. for you, right? And so when the, so the ball's in the air. So the ball's in the yeah. air, and it's just. It's just kind of peaceful, and I, just the crowd is it gets ready to go crazy. They, the crowd didn't see that I was down there. 
right at first. They yeah. just, they see Chris Carter. Yeah. And uh, Mike Pye Mike Pryor had recovered, and I just caught this out of the corner of my eye that he had recovered. Uh huh. So and that's so, the safety right now. Right, the safety yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so when when I caught the ball, I gave a couple more steps to see if I could. Yeah, stop, see what you could do. See if I could stop and let him go by, and that didn't work. And I just went ahead and went out of bounds because uh, the clock in your head goes off. Yeah, uh, as a receiver, and um, you always know where your feet are. Yeah, like, I try to tell it to my wife all the time. Watch, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I know where my feet are. Yeah, you know where they are. Right? I don't need to see my feet. And um, <laughs> uh, we catch. You know, we catch it. We get out of bounds, and Fouad comes in and kicks the the uh, field goal. We win the game. Yeah, and uh, the cra the. The funniest part to me was, I never grew up watching Green Bay in Minnesota, so, so I you never didn't understand how I didn't big understand that was. how right what that meant Ooh, you know, yeah. to, the, to the community to Green Bay, you know to, mm -hmm. um, and and they were I mean it was like they gave me the key and yeah, I mean I could yeah. go into anywhere and it was like, just, oh my god Eric right this way right, come on come right, on come on right yeah. and I mean to beat the just Packers. for doing your job right and, just a simple play like that. That you, I mean, just hearing you talk about it, I get, I get excited because you look it up and you read about it and you're like, okay, it's 12 seconds left on the clock, right. 45, yeah. But when you hear somebody talk about the ball was in the air and I was just, yeah. it was very peaceful and I knew, it, it paints a totally different picture because yeah. you're just like, wow, that's what it's like to catch a ball and I got time to think about it. Am I going to get out of bounds? This was my very first catch ever really recorded in the NFL. The very first That's one. a great way to start it the off, though. That's first, an awesome very, way to start your career off. The very off. first one. And, um, you know, you think about the mental, the mental aspect. There's a huge mental aspect of, of the game. Yeah. The time in it, which, you know, some guys, you know, Denver with Elway, I mean, in the fourth quarter, I mean, they were extremely tough to handle. Yeah, yeah. I right? didn't care if they were down 30. Yeah, well, you know, there's always a chance. Always a chance. That crowd understood that and – yeah. And in that Green Bay, I mean, there was always an understanding that anything, anything could happen. You played him. I played in rival games before. Uh -huh. Cactus Peoria, U of yeah. A, ASU. Yeah, and let's go bear down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all big games and and you know unto themselves and and I just want a chance to change the game. Yeah. I need to like change you said it. in the right. very beginning, just get me the ball. Just, I need to. I right. can make. Yeah, I need a chance now. Right. I want to. I want to go back a little bit to the very beginning because you started to do this as a spoiler, and, and I'm so glad you brought it up because I I have these debates with friends all the time, and mm -hmm. you play. So first thing you did when you sat down, you was like, "Man, if these rules were in place when I was playing," so you you feel like the older game, the the game that we played, the more physical game. Do you think the rule changes are better now? Or are they worse, or are they just muddied the waters? Like, what's going on? Because, I mean, you you play receiver. I think if, as a defensive lineman, I love the fact that they've gotten smaller, faster, more athletic. I like the fact that they're taking these big crushing blows out of the game. I, I, I like watching the athleticism of these young men. I like seeing the, the purity of the game and less about the violent, I'm going to take your head off hit. So, <laughs> I, I, I do, too. Uh, you know, as far as the concussions, I don't want guys, right. you know, getting hurt, long-term effects and mm -hmm. things like that. But there was an understanding that I came to with myself and God when, <laughs> when, when I started to play football and understand this, my size, is that somebody could legitimately take my head. I mean, yeah, these yeah. guys because that's what they're going to do. Right. That's what they're coming to do. They're right. sending a message, and, and as right. violent as that sounds, if I can hit your receiver right. and send that ooh through the crowd. Right. 
the rest of your receivers don't want that. Exactly. And and I, truly appreciative of the NFL, you know, looking into that, you know, really taking an active approach to that. However, I feel like I won't see any more Ronnie Lotts or Steve Atwaters or John Lynch's. Guys I grew up watching that I love. I mean, yeah. man, when I when I played against Ronnie, I mean, I could not. Man, I went over, I, when he cut, he cut the little, little digit off his yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah. And, and people I, think that's a joke, too. Right, like, you right. need to look that up. That really happened. That really happened. Yeah. And I, so I went over to him before the, I said, hey, Ronnie, I said, man, did you really cut it off? He, he said, Gully. He called me Gully. Yeah, he, yeah. Said, he said, Gully, I knew I was coming here to play. I didn't want to miss playing against you. You know, yeah. he was always a real nice yeah, guy. Yeah, always yeah. something good to say, but, you know. And, uh, man, it just... That's the way I love the game. Really? You know, that's, that's, the way. That's, that's hard for me to, to believe because I'm like, you're a receiver and you took those hits. Like, yeah. I would have thought you would have been on the side of, yeah. I'm glad they took that out and they're looking out for us now. And, you know, or, or, or the other one that drives me nuts is, is pass interference because, you know, clearly I'm a defensive guy and I have no idea what pass interference is. So <laughs> that part of the game now, now I do because – uh, the the bigger guys, you know, getting when they get their hands on you and stuff like that, uh-huh. um, can affect you know affected your yeah. route a whole lot. Uh, I would have felt like I'd have had a, a whole lot more success uh, putting a guy in my back pocket and letting him trail me and making yeah. a move and separating and and or or had I been in New England in their slot system, yeah, uh, Ju- you know, uh, what Edelman, Edelman, and, yeah. and, right, and things like that, and um, and just the simplicity of the offense right, right. was. Was I mean beautiful in itself, but um, no, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I I love the new game. I don't know I if do, I, I would have made it because I'm a dinosaur. I'm a big 300 pounds, six five D tackle, but I love the athleticism that I see. All these defensive ends right. coming off the edge and bending, it is. and it's not even about being hitting them anymore. It's like just strip sack, give me the ball, right? And so I, what the thing with the athletes now today is. I watch a guy like Micah Parsons. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. I'm not a big Dallas fan, but I'm, I'm a not huge, a big Dallas yeah, fan. Yeah. Just to throw that out yeah, there. Right, I'm a big Dallas fan. I'm a Steelers guy, to be honest. Okay, all right. Um, I like the but Steelers. But watching some of these linebackers peel off and cover a receiver. T.J. Watt. Yeah. Yeah, you're right oh, there. You got one of the best in the game. T.J. Watt. He, I watched him this week. I mean, that, that dip and rip move that he has mm-hmm. is a – I told that to the kids on the team. If you get a chance, you guys look up this film and, and – yeah. And take a look at this. This is textbook yes. of what you want to do as you know a defensive guy getting rid of a guy getting off a block, mm-hmm. wanting to go get the quarterback. Yes, um, it's like you said. I want to affect the game. I want to. I want. And I know that sack is going to affect the right. game. I know making him throw off balance is going to affect the game. So you got to have a little bit of me, me, me when it comes right. to football. And the, the best thing though is, I mean, a guy hits you hard, you know, and you get back up. You go back to the huddle. When you come back out there, right? I know he's saying, "I know I hit you hard. Yeah. I know you should be, might be, should be laying on the ground yeah. and this and that." But you're standing right back here in front of me. Yes, and, that, uh, that's the game of football. So, right. and you know, it's funny that you say that because I, I want to just talk about this real fast. Um, and, and I think I was talking to my son, or or maybe at cigar bar, whatever. Um, and they were asking me about the toughest opponent I ever went up against. And without question, without even thinking about it, I was like Larry Allen. Uh, When I played with the uh, Cardinals and we had to see the uh, Cowboys Cowboys, twice a week, or excuse me, twice a year, I was like, every week I knew I'm going against Larry Allen. I'm going to have to get my 
I'm gonna have to get my right, stuff together right. because he's physical, mean, aggressive, like everything you want a lineman to be. And you know, you don't want to sit in that film room on um, Monday or whenever you watch film and get embarrassed. So I remember just being like, I have to get ready for this game. I have to be up right. for this game. I have to be mentally prepared, mentally sharp, even more so than I normally would be. Right. Like, is there a DB that you felt like that about? Uh, yeah. A couple of, I mean, Aeneas Williams. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it. Yeah, we were talking about Aeneas. Yeah, I played with him. Um, just the respect for the Cardinals to move their number one cornerback down into the slot. To, yeah. to come. He's out of position. I felt like, you know, before the game. Oh, I'm about Aeneas. to toast him. I'm right. about he's to out of, He's dirty. out of position. I mean, yeah, he's, I'm about he's, to do he's, him he's bad. Wrong, right. He come in the slot now. I got all this. <laughs> Man, it was, it was, uh, it, 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 it taught me, I mean, Humbled you. <laughs> Extremely humble. Extremely humble after the game. It's man. okay and, to say and, you got your ass kicked. Yeah. That's how I felt with Larry Adam. Right. Like, man, I just don't want to get I, my I, ass kicked. Right. I think about the but, the but the balls. There were very few balls that came my way. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. I mean, and it, because he was, I mean, just right there in your hip pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't talk to you a whole lot. No, he, he didn't. didn't no. You know, and he, but he, you know, look at you and smile. And yeah, that's even worse. And and you know, and I said I got to get my game. You know. Yeah. If these, this is the guy I need to beat if I want to have success. Yeah. In in, in the NFL, um, you know they, Myron Guyton, uh, played with the uh, uh, Patriots. Okay. You know he a great safety uh -huh. wasn't wasn't a cover guy. Okay. Uh, the match our matchup I won that matchup. Okay. Um, when it came to blocking him though. <laughs> you know, that was a different, that was a, you know, he you're blocking a linebacker. Safety, yeah, safety's you're wearing neck rolls. Right, safety's <laughs> wearing neck rolls and, and things like that. Um, but you know him, uh, you know Dion at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. was was wow. uh, you uh, saw some amazing DBs. <laughs> I tell you, so the first time my rookie year, I was in the game and I'm lined up and and Dion is you know he's back off in a cover three type. Yeah, and he's backed off and I'm looking at the quarterback. When I turn back around. <laughs> Like a horror movie. <laughs> it, it literally was because he's in front of me. And first of all, you, you don't understand. Deion is six two. Yeah. Uh, you know he's a bigger corner. He's just yeah. he is swipe. You know playing. Yeah, messing play, with playing you. His yeah. game at mm -hmm. you know right there and standing right in front. And snapping the ball, I just took off running and I got about three or four yards past him and and I mean I'm just running scared. And uh, <laughs> he said, "Man, he said Gulliford, I'm sure glad they didn't throw the ball to you." I said, I'm glad they didn't either. Hey, bro, he was, he was, he was baiting you into that. Oh, Don't yeah, fall right, for right, that because right. I've heard him, some of his oh, interviews man. that he does, he'll be like, man. yeah, you know, I was running with him. I'll let you get a little cushion so you and your uh, quarterback think you open, but then I'm going to go get that. So I just, okay, so we, you know, we're about to wrap it up. So right. I, I wanted to just kind of, because we touched on a lot of different things, and, and, and I love that because you, t you actually kind of went back to some points I'd made in other podcasts about – being ready and when your time comes and accepting the highs and the lows right. of, of football. Like, you know, high school, I'm up here. Then all of a sudden I'm red shirt. Oh man, woe is me. Then freshman year you get a couple, but it, it eventually came. So if you had to leave the parents and these kids with like a parting piece of information or knowledge, like what would that be? Be passionate. Be passionate about, you know, your decision. If, you, if this is something that you want to do, mm -hmm. You do it until you can't, you know, until you can't do it anymore. Until you, um, you know, when you're not having fun doing it, mm -hmm. you stop. Um, Barry Sanders said, I, I don't have fun doing this anymore. Yeah. And 
there are kids now that I watch. I went to a, another game the other day, and mm-hmm. I watched, and I, I saw two or three kids, and I know these kids. I see these kids on Sunday. Right. And I, but I went up and, and I told them that. Yeah. I said, you know what? One day I'm gonna watch you on su- play on Sunday, man. I, the quarterback for the team that had lo- that lost was uh-huh. just lighting it up, huh? I, I, gosh, I, I mean, I don't remember being anywhere near that good when I was that age. Yeah, all these kids are special. It, uh, you know, and then a uh, couple of the cornerbacks and de- defensive backs, and you know, the defensive backs and things like that are so talented now because they can't touch anybody. Yet they're yes. still right there, and you yes, that they, yes. they are just, extreme. but. Just be passionate, work hard, and and pay attention to your elders. They're the guys that got you. They're the guys you that, that got kids. you here. You know, they they got you here. You know, some of these guys. You know, they they forget. That, you know, Art Monks. You know, these we- kids don't know West people, West man. Chandler. Yeah. You know who who my one of my heroes Webster Slaughter. No, I don't even know who that. Is. Webster Slaughter was a receiver for the Cleveland Browns, and I got a hold to one of his practice tapes. Uh-huh. And I watched what he did to defensive backs. It was unbelievable. I mean, he and he went down the road. I think yeah. he got mad or something. It looked like he got mad yeah. or something during the, and just started going from DB to DB to DB. And, I mean, wearing them out. <laughs> they did goal line. They did. I mean, it was incredible. And he was smaller than me. Yeah. And I thought, man, that's, yeah, that's, that's how I, that's how, that's how I want to Right. That's how I want to be. Billy White Shoes Johnson. People, you know, man, I'm back there catching a punt, and Billy White Shoes Johnson. I look over the sideline. I can't believe it's Billy White Shoes Johnson. I mean, I got yeah. cards of this dude. This is mm-hmm. what I'm a fan too. I'm, and, I'm a fan. I, I have jerseys, yeah. helmets. Like you get starstruck being out there. It does if you're a true fan of the game and you know what it takes to get there. You're standing next to people you watched on TV your whole life or most of your life, and these are idols and people that just to be in the same area with them. You're like. Oh, my God. Oh, just, my God. <laughs> I just could not. I mean, these dudes were, they were like gods to me, man. I mean, yeah. just, and I thanked every single one of them uh, for creating a way for, for myself to get there. Right. Um, you know, it's Billy White Shoes Johnson. You know, he looks over at me and he says, I'm watching you. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Billy White Shoes Johnson. Yeah, watching. yeah. Just uh, the respect that they gave back to the game. Yeah. You know, I always wanted to make sure that I did the same thing. Yes, yeah. Um, and to pass that to pass that on because you know it, it's just like with my son when I go down and watch him play, it, I always see him. He always comes to the sideline and he's like, "What's up?" Hey, mm-hmm. He talks to me and he interacts with you know the fans because I'm always telling him. I'm like, man, that means so much right. to a kid who got to touch you. Like, oh my God, I'm touching a football player. And to you, right. you're like, "Hey, kid, what's up? How right. you doing?" So you know that that's that's great, bro. But, but hey, man, I really appreciate man, you coming on here I and love- taking the time to sit down and talk with me. And you even took me back on some stuff, man. man you this, took me back old school. This is the part of the, right. This is the part of the game that that I love it's talking oh. with guys that that been there before and understand that passion. Yeah, and understand. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, you're more talented than the kids that you're playing around. But somewhere along the line, you learn to pedal downhill. Yeah. You learn to keep working and work and increase your talent. Yeah. Um, and 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 find a way to get on the field, man, and 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 play the game that you. I mean, to the guys that only played one year, to yeah. the guys that got hurt, to yeah. the guys, man. Hey, hats off to you. Yeah, and, absolutely. And 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 uh, you know, I'm I'm proud of every you know everybody that even gives it a chance. Yeah. To 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 get there, at least right. at least you know. You live, you try. At least you know what, right? Yeah. What the effort was, what what you needed to do, and it, whether you could do it, or, but that, and that always will stay with you in life. Okay. 
which is, you know. Yeah, that's what you want. That's, yeah, that's what Don Baki taught me. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for no coming problem, on, man. man. Thanks for tuning in to The Route. Don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates. We'll see you next week.